0: to the More Than a Physique podcast, where we discuss ways to ignite all areas of your life surrounding health, fitness, and becoming mentally elite. I'm your host, Kristen Jansen, certified strength and conditioning specialist, sports nutritionist, and a certified pre- and postnatal coach with The Natty Hour. Before we get into today's episode, I want to give a quick shout out to our sponsors, Legion and The Natty Hour. Legion is an evidence-based supplement company that takes pride in ensuring that all products are backed by peer-reviewed scientific literature and are dosed at clinically effective levels. If you've been following me long enough, you know that I'm not one to push something that I don't believe in, especially supplements. But the fact that Legion has gone to great lengths to ensure such quality products is the reason why I have partnered up with them. If you are interested in learning more, be sure to visit legionathletics.com. You will also receive 20% off your first order if you use my code JANSON, J-A-N-Z-E-N, at checkout. Further information and links are in the show notes. Also, a huge shout out to the Natyar! which is my online coaching business that I run with my husband, Kyle Jansen. We exist to serve the drug-free strength and fitness community, from those who embody the discipline and determination to pursue the highest level of competition naturally to those looking to improve their overall health and lifestyle. Our athletes range from being elite bodybuilders to the new mom looking to prioritize her health amongst a hectic schedule. Be sure to visit thenattyhour.com to learn more. Thank you so much for supporting the More Than a Physique podcast. Be sure to subscribe, leave a review, and share this episode on your social media. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello and welcome to episode 97. In today's episode, I wanted to take some time to talk about something that a lot of bodybuilders go through in their post-season, and that is known as the post-show blues. Now, if you aren't a bodybuilder, I still encourage you to listen to today's episode Reason being is some of the strategies and struggles that I'm going to talk about in today's episode are things that a lot of people go through, even if you aren't a bodybuilder. We're going to touch on things in regards to mindset related issues that a lot of people have when they don't look a certain way anymore. Maybe they don't weigh a specific number on the scale. They feel like they are regressing with their results. And mentally, a lot of people tend to spiral when things like this happen. So we even though everything that I'm going to talk about today is going to be in context with the sport of bodybuilding, you can still utilize a lot of these strategies that I'm going to talk about and even the obstacles that I'm going to talk about and relate the principles to your own situation. And hopefully some of the strategies and solutions that I'm going to talk about that work for me can be applicable for you and your situation. So before we get started, I just wanted to encourage everybody. If you haven't already to please do me a huge favor, go leave the podcast a five star review, regardless if you listen on Apple Music or Spotify. It takes thirty seconds, and it means the world to me. It's how you show that you support my podcast, and as well too, it's how the podcast grows. So that way we can help other people. Let's get into today's episode. So for those who have been following along either on Instagram or on my YouTube channel, I just finished my bodybuilding season. I uh, Went and competed at my first pro show in Auburn, Washington on June 10th, I believe. So it's been one week since recording this episode, maybe a couple of weeks after this episode is live, but it was my first pro show. And it was an amazing experience. I definitely learned a lot. It was the first time me competing in the States outside of my home country, which is Canada. So there was a lot of lessons to be learned, not just as a competitor, but even as a show promoter. So overall, it was a great experience. I am officially though in my off season. Those uh, post-show blues have uh, really been kicking in for me. And like I said, I just wanted to take some time today to just kind of talk about the obstacles that I have been going through and as well just share with you all some things that I have found to be helpful to overcome these obstacles. Now, I think the biggest thing that I have been facing is uh, the fact that I am no longer lean. And I've been competing in the sport of bodybuilding for a long time where this never really upset me before, but I had a moment earlier this week where I just kind of caught myself in the mirror and I drastically noticed the change where I was like, whoa, I'm not stage lean anymore. And it just kind of hit me because it was, kind of a shock to the system, right? And it can be kind of tough and challenging for a lot of competitors because what you've been working so hard towards for months on end, it's gone at the blink of an eye. You know, for a lot of natural bodybuilders, you spend a minimum of 20 weeks prepping down for a bodybuilding show. I actually spent 30 weeks prepping down for my season and uh, within that 30 week period, you are 100% focused on that end goal where 24 seven, everything that you are doing in a day is revolved around accomplishing that overall physique that you need to be competitive on stage. So it's not just about going to the gym and eating properly, you're also saying no to important social gatherings. You're making a very intentional effort to manage your stress, prioritize your sleep, staying super hydrated. And as you do this for months on end, it progressively gets more and more challenging where your energy levels start to take a significant hit. You aren't functioning as efficiently as you once were. A lot of competitors, myself included, experience what is known as prep brain. And that's very normal. A lot of people kind of relate this to mommy brain. I haven't had kids yet, so I can't compare and contrast. But from other competitors who are moms as well, they say that it is very similar prep brain to mommy brain, where you're just not thinking clearly, you're very forgetful, stumbling on your words constantly, and uh, it can be very tough and challenging. So you're making all of these sacrifices in order to look a certain way and do very well when you get on stage. Once that day comes and you do well or you have your moment on stage, it's an amazing amazing experience. But the next day, even a couple of days later, it's gone like instantly. And it's not that... Competitors, myself included, think that we don't look good a week after you're done your show. It's gone so quickly that it very much is a a shock to the system and it can be kind of tough to process and manage your way through it where you kind of catch yourself in certain unflattering angles and you just realize like all your hard work is gone and in those moments when that happens, it's very tough is very challenging. So the reason I'm sharing that is because I want you all to know that it is completely normal. And I think, you know, the first piece of advice that I could give you is to be okay with going through that. You know, it's a very uncomfortable emotion. And I think a lot of people tend to try to avoid uncomfortable situations like that where they sweep their negative emotions under the rug and try to cover it up and pretend like it's not happening. And I have found that, especially when you're in your postseason. For bodybuilding, that is the worst thing that you can do because if you're covering it up elsewhere, you are gonna compensate in other areas of your life. And where's that compensation gonna come from? Typically, it's gonna be food where we start to turn to food as a way to cope with those underlying emotions that we aren't dealing with. We're just bottling up, but they're still there, but we're trying to ignore it. So we turn to food and that is where the issue of binge eating tendencies come into play for a lot of competitors. Post show. Don't get me wrong, there are physiological factors that are against you as well. Your hormones are completely all over the place. Your hunger-regulating hormones, such as your leptin and your ghrelin, they are not normalized to the point where you can rely on them. So the second you start eating something that is hedonic in nature, so things that you crave and that are very hyper palatable. so like Reese's Pieces, for example, that's my weakness right now. I can't just have one Reese's Pieces and feel satisfied. My body is actively trying to encourage me to eat eat more food. So physiologically, this is normal. This is gonna happen to most competitors post-show. The more aggressive that you had to get to get stage lean, the more challenging that it's gonna be when it comes to your hunger hormones. They are just gonna be so unregulated even more so. So it's so important to have that understanding that even if you are dealing with your emotions of those body image related issues that occur for competitors, you're still gonna be dealing with a lot of this hunger, dysregulation, post-show. So having that understanding and that expectation is super important because if you don't deal with your body image issues post-show, that coupled with your hormonal imbalance that is occurring right now is just a recipe for disaster. You're going to be dealing with an increased tendency to binge eat, which of course makes it very tough and challenging to objectively stop yourself in those moments. And then you're going to put a bunch of unnecessary body weight back on too quickly and that's where the sport of bodybuilding really gets a bad rap. It is such a mental sport and it is so important to ensure that you are actually addressing these negative emotions that you're going through and not sweeping them under the rug. So that's even why today I'm gonna make a podcast and just talk about this. You know, by me even just sharing this with you all, this is me just talking about what I'm going through and not trying to sweep these issues under the rug. So this past week, my first week post-show, I gained uh, three pounds within a week. And while it's my goal, and it should be every competitor's goal to gain uh, a good amount of weight after their show, you know, depending on the individual, make sure you talk to your coach, but a good range is to gain about 10% of your body weight. Uh, from your story 10% of your stage weight within like maybe a four to six week period that's completely normal and necessary you still want to try to ensure that you're balancing that where it's not coming on too quickly so I'm like right on schedule as of right now with that goal in mind and even with that I still have some issues here and there where I catch myself in the mirror I'm like, My abs are gone, this sucks. So in those moments, I try to sit with those emotions versus, you know, just trying to ignore them. So I just allow myself to go through that. And something that has been very helpful for me this past year is when I am sitting with an uncomfortable emotion, I always take the time to analyze it from a place of curiosity and compassion. So Like I said, I'm not sweeping that emotion under the rug. I more so try to objectively ask myself, okay, why am I feeling this way? Why am I struggling with the fact that I don't have abs anymore? Ah, it's because I just spent X number of weeks getting my abs. Okay, that's understandable why you feel that way. You know, and even just having that conversation with myself out loud, it just kind of allows you to objectively analyze things from a place of compassion because if you Just kind of ignore it and you more so just say to yourself unintentionally, you're not like mindful of your conversations with yourself where you're like, oh, you know, I gained all my weight back. I'm fat. I suck. I suck at bodybuilding. I suck at the sport. Why can't I stop eating? And you just start to spiral where those thoughts are just processing through your head on repeat day in and day out. And you're not being mindful of those conversations. And as you can tell, the more you do that, the more you repeat these things to yourself it's just all gonna go downhill from there where it makes it very tough and challenging to pull yourself out of that when in reverse, if you take a step back and you catch yourself saying something negative to yourself and you try to turn it around where you come from a place of compassion and more so curiosity as to why you're feeling that way. You can have a rational conversation with yourself. So that way you can objectively redirect your thoughts and your emotions and realize that it's okay that you feel this way. It's okay that you're upset, that you're not lean anymore. That's okay, there's nothing wrong with that. And the second you, able to understand that there's nothing wrong with that. It's at that point in time where you can change that conversation with yourself. So that's what I've been doing this week. I've been having a lot of conversations with myself and I'll literally like talk out loud to myself like this, you guys. Yeah, you know what? If other people are around, I'll have those conversations in my head, but being very mindful of having a conversation with yourself like you would have a conversation with your best friend, like you would have a conversation with your spouse, that's going to be so helpful when it comes to trying to just redirect your thoughts and your emotions so that way you don't end up spiraling so that i guess you can kind of categorize as my first tip is being okay with sitting with your negative emotions and trying to rationalize them through curiosity and compassion the next thing that i would suggest would be to go back in time and try to reflect on a weight or a a, a photo of yourself where you felt good and confident. If you can take this a step further, so if you're listening right now and you've never competed before and you're doing your research to understand the uh, risks involved, this is something that you can be proactive with. And this is something that I get all of my athletes to do. As you are dieting down for your show, we're always taking progress photos constantly. So as you get leaner and leaner, there's gonna be a point in time where it's gonna feel like a more manageable off season weight for you. Where you look at yourself, you're like, you know what? This is like a good weight where I feel comfortable. I haven't noticed any diminishing returns with my energy. This might be a good weight for me to try to maintain in my off season after my show. Taking a like taking a screenshot. Of that photo, you know, favoriting that photo and saving it for a later date is really helpful to have right now with what I'm going through. And I didn't actually do that this time around, but I have been going back and looking at older photos and older videos of myself where I am sitting at about 10% above my stage weight. And I'm looking at myself and I'm like, okay. I looked pretty good then. I think that that is gonna be a realistic maintenance physique for myself. So I have a few pounds to go to get to that weight, but. As I am struggling to see the weight go up right now, as I am struggling to pay attention to myself in the mirror right now, I'm looking back on those old photos where I look good and I know that I feel happy and I still feel happy looking back on them, that it helps me in those moments of weakness where I'm like, "Oh, I'm not stage lean anymore and uh, just reminding myself that it is okay that you're not stage lean anymore. This is the new benchmark that we are wanting to focus on. So by prioritizing a more realistic maintenance physique for yourself, it makes a huge difference with fixating your energy on your new goal, your new physique goals versus living in the past of how you looked when you were on stage. Because I'm gonna tell you all this, and a lot of people often forget this is that When you compete, how you look on stage is very much your wedding day. You know, we don't get to wear that white dress after our wedding day. We are supposed to take it off. We don't get to wear it on the Monday when we go back to work and, uh, you know, just be a princess forever, as nice as that would be. Life doesn't work that way. It's very much the same thing in the sport of bodybuilding. You are only supposed to be stage lean on show day. And we have to constantly remind ourselves of that, that within this sport, It is not realistic for us to maintain that level of leanness in the off season. It's not healthy, it's not realistic, and especially if you are a natural bodybuilder, it's very much unattainable. So reminding ourselves that, hey, you know what? how we looked on stage day is how I'm gonna look on my wedding day or how I already looked on my wedding day, regardless if you're married or not, but reminding yourself of that, that you don't get to wear that wedding dress after your wedding day. So again, you know, it's just about having these reminders and these conversations with ourselves so we can really just talk ourselves off of the ledge and redirect those thoughts and our actions moving forward. So another strategy that I have found to be extremely helpful is to ensure that you set new goals for yourself instantly whatever the goals may be even if it is another bodybuilding show this time next year even if it is another bodybuilding show five years from now that is a new goal for yourself and something new to focus your energy and efforts on I would as well to ensure that you set some short-term goals you know something that I've been doing this past year is setting performance-based goals where I'm not so heavily focused on aesthetics. Yes, I will always focus on aesthetic related goals to some degree, but taking a step back and focusing on some other things in regards to my health and fitness has been very helpful. So something that I've been doing over the past two weeks here, like even my peak week, I started doing this and I've been doing it now for a couple of weeks after that. I have been on a calisthenics program where one day a week, it is just calisthenics Training. So, really just trying to work on progression models to learn how to do a handstand, um, a headstand. Um What else am I learning right now? Ooh, pistol squats. So all of these different things. Eventually, I would love to be able to do a muscle up. Like these are my new goals that I'm focusing on now moving forward that are more performance-based. And it has been just kind of a fun distraction, if you will. And uh, just prioritizing my strength and functionality as an athlete, because that's what we are at the end of the day. We're still athletes and trying to prioritize other areas of focus and other skills and being okay with learning a new skill is a really helpful way to just kind of distract yourself from really just looking at yourself constantly and uh, just really taking a step back and recognizing that I don't need to uh, be 100% aesthetics focused and It's uh, been a very helpful thing for me to focus on. Like I said, a very helpful distraction. On the nutritional side of things, let's touch on that. I think a lot of people really do struggle with that side of things. And like I said previously, from a physiological standpoint, your body is doing everything that it can right now to try to encourage you to eat. It has been in a structured starvation state for a significant period of time. Now that you're starting to give your body food again, your body doesn't know that it's going to get more food eventually. So it is encouraging you to just try to eat everything in sight. So that is why in specific moments where you have one thing, it feels like you can't just have that one thing. Like I said, the Reese's Pieces, um, if I have just one, I want two or three. That is my body physiologically trying to encourage me to consume more calories. Having that understanding is so important because there is a lot of guilt with people when they struggle to stop eating. So, you know, please don't beat yourself up if you are going through this right now. Unfortunately, most competitors go through this in the postseason. Those first four to six weeks from a dietary standpoint is a Battle It truly is. So just having that understanding from a physiological standpoint that it's not you, it's not anything to do with your mindset. It has nothing to do with the fact that you don't have enough willpower. Your body has just been hungry for too long and it wants to eat. So it is extremely important to ensure that any of those foods that quote unquote feel like trigger foods right now are not easily accessible. You know, put those foods away. You should have a good indication by now after a couple of days after your show, which foods you can still kind of consume within moderation and other foods you're like, nope, they need to go. Put those foods away for the time being. They will still be there when things have normalized in a few weeks, in a few months. The next thing I would encourage people to do is to be okay with allowing themselves more flexibility. You know, you were so structured with weighing out every single gram of rice to the gram, licking your bowl completely clean, that the uh, obsessiveness of hitting your targets or your plan perfectly, we need to try to reverse out of that. You know, being okay with not weighing out everything perfectly, being okay if you have an extra bite here and there it's okay things don't need to be perfect right now just allowing yourself that permission to not be perfect is really going to be extremely helpful to uh normalize things because that's what you want right you want to get your hormones normalized as quickly as possible so you feel like you are in control again of your nutritional choices where you can have just one Reese's pieces in moderation and you feel satisfied That will come again. If you've had it once before, you will have it again. It's just not the time right now. So if there is any foods that you are craving because we all have our lists of foods that we want to eat after our show, you know, write that down for yourself and cross one item off every week maybe twice a week, having one or two of those items that you've been craving or a restaurant you wanna go to and slowly work your way down that list. I understand that you wanna be able to satisfy all of these things all at once. I get it, like I'm very much the same way even after my show, me and Kyle went for a uh, post-show dinner and I was like, right after the show, I'm like, I want pizza. So Kyle Googled the best pizza place that was in Vancouver, this was for my first show. And uh, we went there, I looked at the menu, I'm like, I'm gonna get pasta instead. Ooh, they have they have burgers, maybe I want a burger. I, I was so indecisive that I didn't even end up getting pizza. I think I did get pasta. And Kyle's just looking at me, he's like, what the hell, I thought you wanted p- you wanted pizza. We came to a pizza place and you're not even getting pizza. He was so confused. Cause I'm not normally like that. And it's just because we have our list in our head and it makes us so indecisive to the point where we're like, I don't really know what I want. Cause you want to satisfy that list all at once. All I'm going to say is that that list, those food items on your list, the food is not going anywhere. It's not going anywhere. So satisfy one item each each week, maybe two each week, depending on your plan and your goals for yourself in your off season, and recognize that all of those foods that you've been missing out on, they they, they didn't go anywhere for the last 30 weeks. They're not gonna go anywhere in the, in the next four to six weeks, okay? So I find that to be extremely helpful, just you know, knocking one thing off of your list each week, and uh, that will be very helpful for you to just satisfy those cravings and gain that control back where you're not indecisive like this, where it feels like, all of the food items that are available are kind of controlling you to some degree. You stay in the driver's seat, you stay in control, satisfy one item at a time, and uh, you know just get that satisfaction of crossing those items off of that list. The last thing to talk about here, of course, is weight gain. You know, it's a balancing act. And I understand that a lot of competitors really struggle with seeing the scale go up after your show. So going back to what I said, where you remind yourself that you're not supposed to look the way that you did after your wedding day. That's how it it needs to go when it comes to the scale. Your body does need to gain a necessary amount of body fat in your postseason, it's important to understand that the quicker that you get there, the quicker you're going to get your hormones normalized, but it's important to understand yourself as well and know if it's something that you can actually handle or not. Some competitors, they just, for whatever reason, cannot see that scale go up super quick and they would rather slow things down where they're okay if their hormones are normalized in eight weeks versus four weeks. So just know that that eight week period, it's going to still feel like you're dieting and it's. really tough and challenging to manage your way through that but if you know yourself and you would rather have things move up on a slower rate when it comes to the scale then you know that's the trade-off that you need to be okay with But if you know that as of right now, the uh, binge eating tendencies and the uncontrollable amount of uh, calories that you wanna consume right now, it's just feeling unmanageable, then you need to be okay with seeing the scale go up a little bit quicker. I'm gonna tell you all something. If you're strategic and structured with that weight gain, the end result is gonna be the same. You know, you're gonna look the same. If I gain, so like for me, my stage weight was 105 pounds. I need to gain 10% of that within, you know, my goal is within four weeks. So that is where I gain 10 pounds, 10% of 105, 10 pounds. I wanna gain 10 pounds in four weeks. As of right now, I've gained three of those pounds. So a little bit quicker, you know, I wanna average around two pounds a week, but it's, you know, splitting hairs, that's trivial. You know, we're right on track technically for where I need to be. If I gain that 10 pounds in four weeks, I'm gonna look the same if I uh, gain that 10 pounds in eight weeks. It's gonna be the end result. I know that I prefer to have my hormones and my hunger-related issues normalized sooner than later. Hell, if I gain that 10 pounds within three weeks, I don't care. I would rather have more control of my hunger and uh, have things normalized versus you know spacing it out where I'm gonna look the same if I drag it out for the full eight weeks. So I know that about myself, I'm okay with seeing the scale go up i'm okay with talking myself off of the ledge in those moments of weakness when i'm having body image related issues where me normalizing my hormones amongst all of that is most important to me right now so you need to have that conversation with yourself you need to have that conversation with your coach and have that level of self-awareness to know what you're capable of some people they're okay with uh dragging it out for that full eight weeks. And that's just you know, uh, an example number. If you wanna do 10 weeks, that's fine too. Hell, that sounds like torture, but to each their own. You know what I mean? So having that understanding of yourself and having that level of self-awareness is extremely important, but I promise you that the uh, sooner that you increase your calories and the sooner that you get up to your maintenance physique for the season, for your off-season, it's gonna help normalize things that much quicker. So like I said, having that understanding is extremely important. The last thing that I will talk about today, my friends, is feeling lost. And a lot of people struggle with this. I definitely struggled with this for my first week here. And uh, that was just even like in the gym. A lot of competitors have uh, told me that they feel just kind of empty. They feel lost right now in their postseason. And while again, that's a very uncomfortable emotion, really take the time to just ask yourself, why do I feel lost? Why am I feeling this way? Be curious and compassionate towards yourself when you uncover that answer. For me, I have felt lost because I have spent not only the last 30 weeks getting myself stage ready, I've actually spent the last, whew, six years, six or seven years, focusing on nothing but bodybuilding. It has been my bread and butter for almost a decade. And I knew that this season was most likely gonna be my last, never say never. I might do another show in two to three years, but I don't really have the intention to right now. And that's scary for me because, like I said, it's been almost a decade where I have focused my fitness, my health, my nutrition on nothing but bodybuilding. So that's why I feel lost right now. You know, even going back to the gym for my first week, <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing because I'd finish up my workout and normally I go pose and do cardio. And then I finish my workout early and I'm like, oh, I'm not really ready to go home yet, but I don't really wanna pose anymore. What the heck do I do? And I just felt lost all week. So it wasn't the funnest to deal with that, but it allowed me to understand why I feel that way. So that way I can try to see what I can do now moving forward. And that's where setting those new goals really become helpful to allow you to find your way again. And that's what I want to do now moving forward is focus on some other things that still relate to my overall health and well-being, but are just something beyond aesthetics-based. That's why I wanna focus on more performance-based goals moving forward and just kind of see how I like it, see how I evolve as a person, as an athlete, and I'm okay with that. So if you don't really know what is next for you and you are feeling lost right now, just remember that it's okay that you feel that way. You just invested so much time and so much effort into your stage presence, into your presentation, into your sport, into your craft, that I would be worried if you didn't feel lost right now. So be okay with trying new things and just trust within yourself that you're gonna find your way again. I know that the sport of bodybuilding can be really tough and challenging. Not a lot of people recognize that The true struggles and obstacles of this sport come in the off season. So having this understanding that what you are going through is normal. Not only is it normal, it is the sport of bodybuilding. It is a mental game. So embrace the struggles that you are going through right now. And I promise you, if you just try to be curious and you try to learn from the situation, The next time you enter into your off season, it's gonna be a little bit easier. You're gonna be a little bit stronger. You know, life doesn't get easier in general. We just get better at handling it. But unless we go through difficult situations like this, we don't have an opportunity to grow. We need friction in order to move forward. So just embrace the obstacles that you're going through in your off season right now. Know you're not alone. Don't hesitate to reach out to anybody, myself included. Like send me a DM on Instagram, send me an email. I don't care if you're a stranger and we've never talked before and this has been helpful. Send me an email. I'd be happy to lend you some additional support if it is needed. So take the time to be okay with what you are going through and know that you will find your way again. Alright team, that about wraps up this episode. Thank you all so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, if you found it helpful, as a thank you to me, please do me a huge favor and be sure to share this on your social media. Maybe share it with your friends and family. And if you haven't already, please be sure to go leave this episode a review on iTunes. It really helps me out. It helps other people find the episode so we can ensure that we help more people just like this episode was able to help you. So thank you all. I look forward to chatting with you all again very soon. But until then, go out there, strive for more, be more, and ignite your inner athlete.